you guys. Good morning. Good morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made. And we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm telling you, uh, it's a beautiful day outside. I see the sun. Uh, well, I literally, I didn't have an opportunity to see it rise. But I, I saw the daylight rolling in from early this morning. And uh, I know I have some some things I need to complete. But while I'm walking around really in limbo because I'm like, okay, I'm hungry. I go open up my refrigerator. I have nothing in the box. Should I go to the store? But I don't feel like getting dressed to go to the store. So I went to go fix up some coffee and some toast, but I don't have no creamer for my coffee. Have no bread for toast. Now I can make me some pancakes, but I still would like to have my coffee. I might could still improvise on some stuff, but you know, I'm in that little um, undecided mode. But while I was just thinking, I was like, you know, I'm just had some uh, individuals in my spirit, and I really was just walking back and forth, and. Um, as I'm walking back and as I'm walking back and forth, you know, I'm just praying for my family and just thinking about some situations that have uh, arisen. And then I looked out on my patio and I see my garden. My plants are growing so beautifully and I need to uh, readjust two of them. And I want to add some more color. It's the fall. Um, I, I really want, I don't know if it's a good time to add something else but they're growing so pretty and i just pray that this this winter they say we're gonna have a serious winter this year so really being prepared for that um don't know the statics on texas and the grid they're not saying nothing else about that only thing they reported is the board quit and they were supposed to be in weather rising um the grid so it could be able to sustain the weather that's coming this some um, this winter. We supposed to have a harsh winter. Uh, and it's fall. It's fall. Fall came on in. <laughs> Brought that little cool breeze. And I mean, I, I, I just really, I just look up to heaven and say thank you. But while I'm, I'm doing all of that going, you know, back and forth with myself, I'm just like, okay, wow, it's going, uh, they, they dedicate October for domestic violence money. And you think about the young lady that, that died. Poor thing. She just was, I, I, I allowed the recording to be on the program. Because, you know, a lot of you guys out there is from different countries. And y'all don't see, y'all see most stuff that's going on in America that we really see. And I have to go on international news to see what's going on everywhere else. Uh, I just like to be updated about certain things. Then I'm just thinking about my past situations being coming out of domestic violence, you know, that you try to give individuals the benefit of doubt, but I know sometimes the men, but most of the times, the men that's in that narcissistic, domestic, hateful behavior, they seem so innocent, you know, and so calm, and they may have a little frigid going on but 
uh, if they've been doing a certain thing for a certain time, yeah, they can get away with it. And then I was like, well, let me see what's on YouTube. I wanted to find out, did they find the guy? I don't think they're going to find him right now. I believe his parents helped him get out the country. He, like, they, like, they didn't have the bounty go knocking at the door, and I don't think they answered the door for the bounty. He, that famous guy, uh, the dog bounty, the one his wife had passed, uh, I think it was the beginning of this year or the end of last year, she had died, and that kind of broke his little spirit. That was his little, that was his wife. But anyway, so I'm just thinking about all that. So this, um, Bell Shy, this is, you know, probably his little show, and he's sharing about the violence against women and why all of a sudden it's like an epidemic. And I always thought about that too, y'all. I'll be watching certain movies. I'm like, oh my gosh, why are they always showing the scene when the men beat, I mean, beating the mess out of a woman, punching her in the face, kicking her in her stomach. You know, that's her organs, her, her uterus, you know. You know, she got to bring forth children. You know, you know, I mean, for a man to kick a woman like that, that's, I mean, you really want to hurt that woman. And punching her in the face and, and punching her in the head, I mean, I didn't experience all that to the point where I had six stitches in my head from an abusive husband. And, and that's the thing. These are supposed to be men that that's supposed to love and care for you. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So... When I heard him, I said, wow. And he's just doing a little quick four minutes, four minutes excerpt on um, women that's not being even televised to let people know, hey, this person is missing. They ain't never been found. Or their body been found, but they never found the killer. I mean, that's, that's kind of concerning, huh? So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um let y'all hear this and you all can start your conversation throughout the week to find out what's, what, what you think about it but that's a really concerning factor that they have all these other women like right now they have a woman, a uh, young lady named Ashley that's been missing since September 2nd and we I never heard nothing about that on the news but it was on the Facebook they said have you seen her and I was like oh my gosh this is in Texas Ooh, it just gives me the chill just thinking about it. You know, and like somebody say, well, where is her coverage? And I'm glad that this gentleman is highlighting this. So, you know, you guys, especially you young women out there, be careful. Older women, be careful. I know men, um, you guys, y'all go through y'all little thing too. But you know what? Women are really the backbone of this country. I mean... A woman must be uh, important because God made the woman. He said, "I I have to help. I have to help you, Miss um, Adam. So I'm gonna create you a helpmate to help you, cause you're gonna need some help, brother. <laughs> now, if God created a woman, I mean, come on, just think about it before I go to that to this news thing. Think about it, y'all." If a woman wasn't that important, you don't think God didn't have to wind up, God didn't have to make a woman. But he created that woman. And to make sure that they had a connection with man, 
That's why it's always sometimes, you know, some women just feel like they just have to have that man by their side. Well, you know, that's not really their fault either because from what I'm gathering, I'm saying, okay, God, you took a rib out of Adam and you really made that woman from the bone of Adam. You know, so with that, 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 that neediness, you know, that companionship, that, that, that union is always longing there because God put it there. And he did say it's not good that man live alone. And man in the Greek or whatever means human, man and woman. Yeah, I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. So, all right, you guys, enjoy this little excerpt. And uh, I will holler at you guys later. With crime, and often leads our local news. We're glued to TV shows about it. And we get fully invested for good reason in some of the gripping stories of kidnapped women and murderous spouses, mostly men, that flash across our screens. But our concern about violence against women is imperfect, or at least incomplete, because when looked at in its totality, crimes and injustices against women go unsolved, uncovered, and unpunished at alarming rates around the world. The death of Gabby Petito has captivated the nation. Her boyfriend, who police say remains a person of interest in the investigation, is still missing. What happened to Gabby Petito is horrible, and her case deserves the attention it's getting. And so do the stories of thousands of women who have shared a similar fate. Ashley Loring was only 20 years old when she disappeared from the Blackfoot Indian Reservation in Montana in June of 2017. The family received a tip that Ashley was seen running from a vehicle on the reservation the night that she vanished. The family did its own search and found Ashley's sweater and a pair of red-stained boots in a desolate area, evidence that was turned over to law enforcement for DNA testing. The family says it never got the results, and Ashley remains missing. This is far from being just an American problem. Sabrina Rosette was murdered at the Tusi Reserve in British Columbia, Canada in June of 2019. She was found with a knife wound in her side. A man was taken in for questioning, but ultimately released. Sabrina's murder remains unsolved. Shantaya Smith was 26 years old in 2018 when she left her home in Chicago. She never returned. Her body was found in an abandoned garage. Police say she was brutally beaten to death, but to this day, Shantaya's killer remains on the loose. Her mother says DNA evidence found under her daughter's fingernails has been sitting on a shelf, untested. We need to look at their faces and say their names. These are just four of the countless women who deserve better. There are thousands of women like Gabby, Ashley, Sabrina, and Shantaya who never stood a chance in a world that allows men to do terrible things to women and that doesn't take seriously the epidemic that is violence against women, all women. And if you are a woman of color or an indigenous woman or a trans woman or a woman living in poverty, the system values your life even less. In the past decade in Wyoming, the same state where Gabby Petito's body was discovered, 466 indigenous women and girls were reported missing. And according to a state report, only 18% of those women received any newspaper coverage at all. According to the Native Women's Wilderness Group, indigenous women and girls are murdered at a rate 10 times higher than all other ethnicities. And if you look at federal data from 2018, black women make up less than 7% of the population, but account for more than 10% of all missing persons cases in the country. The numbers are staggering, but the very point is because the vast majority of these stories get no coverage, people don't even know to be outraged. They don't know that violence against women continues to get a pass from the media and from society. Hence, in many cases, these women and their stories were erased twice. 
first when they are killed and second when they go unsolved, uncovered, and their attackers go unpunished. This is a societal crisis. We cannot consider ourselves a civilized society when we let women vanish to turn up dead, most of the time at the hands of men either known to them or at random. Maybe this hasn't affected you directly. I sincerely hope that it hasn't. Maybe you don't live in a community where women and girls are indiscriminately falling off the grid. But it doesn't matter whether it affects you or not. Just like climate change and social justice and the opioid crisis, this is a crisis that is all of our problem to solve. It's time we hold violence against women, black, white, Hispanic, indigenous, poor, wealthy, all women to the same standard of outrage and action. That's it. I agree. Thank you. Yes, Lord. And upon that, I pray that that was some information that you guys can begin to start praying for. Um, that the angels begin to find these killers of these women and find the women because they still have women missing. You know, some have shown up dead. Lord, rest their soul. Lord, have mercy, rest their soul. Jesus, my Lord. That's all I can say on that. Okay? So this is Dr. D uh, coming to you live. Uh, Boom Factor family and the Save Zone broadcast family. Um, Urban Management Group has some awesome things coming up. I would like for you, for all of you to go to the YouTube channel, Urban Management Group, and subscribe to that channel. Uh, hit the notification bell because we'll be entering in a new um, series for the end of this year to help people uh, prepare for the tax season coming up. We also have some new storms coming up and uh, a lot of things I'll be bringing up to light so you all can just stay updated on a lot of things. Uh, Some of the... (laughs) A lot of activity going on, y'all, this world, okay? A lot of activity, all right? So I want you all to to just take care of each other and be safe, all right? Okay, God bless. episode of the Boom Factor Radio Show is being sponsored by Urban Management Group. We organize in disguise. Their assignment is to help you entrepreneurs, ministers, and churches stay in compliance through your industry with bookkeeping, accounting, and tax services. If you ever felt overwhelmed with all the paperwork and at the end of the year to keep your financial records apart, Take a deep breath and just schedule your free 15-minute discovery call today at 832-573-3095. Or just go to the website at www.urbanmanagementgroup.com. Click on the contact page and answer this questionnaire and someone will return your call within 24 hours. Once again, we thank you, Urban Management Group, for sponsoring the Boom Factor Radio.
largest hospital near Bogota. The fight against COVID has been raging. This patient lying face down told us he put off getting vaccinated and got sick. In Colombia, the predominant COVID strain is the new variant. It was discovered first. The new variant? What the hell? And conclude that the new variant can transmit one or two times more than the original variant described in Wuhan in China. Now, Mu has been identified in all 50 states. It's not nearly as contagious as Delta, but several weeks ago, the World Health Organization labeled it a variant of interest. Right now, it makes up less than 1% of COVID cases in the U.S., though experts say it's slightly more common in places like South Florida because of travel to and from Colombia. We take everything like that seriously, but we don't consider it an immediate threat right now. Still, preliminary data suggests Mu might be more resistant to COVID vaccines than other strains. How concerning is that? Well, MasterCard is working alongside Black women business owners with ways to get more businesses online and hundreds of millions in funding. Shop their businesses and start something priceless. Well, I think the, the idea of variants that have certain mutations that make them able to evade the protection that the vaccine currently offers us against Delta is, is it's a real possibility with um, variants. This week, the WHO reclassified three other variants, Ada, Iota, and Kappa, to monitoring what? status, saying they no longer pose a major added risk to global public health. Should we expect to see Jesus. variant after variant for the foreseeable future? I do think it's something we need to get used to, especially while there's uh, really unmitigated community transmission in many areas around the world, around the country. So many variants out there. Gabe Gutierrez joins us now. Now, Gabe, you do have some positive news on this mu variant. It may also be on the decline. Yeah, that's right. The CDC says that it just hasn't been able to compete with the Delta variant, but experts say no matter what variant comes out, some of them might be either more or slightly less resistant to the vaccine. The best way to protect yourself long-term against the virus is to get the vaccine. Now, there's been so much news tonight about the boosters, and a lot of people are going to be asking, how are they going to roll out the boosters? Will the states control the booster rollout? Yeah, much like the rollout uh, happened for the vaccines earlier, it's, it's going to be up to pharmacies, doctors' offices to be able to get this shot out. But as you reported, there's still a lot of questions for those people who did not get the Pfizer shot and got Moderna and J&J and younger people and people in jobs that, you know, may want to have gotten this sooner. They still have no clear timeline, Tom. All right, Gabe, thank you for that. We turn now to the ongoing migrant crisis in Texas. While thousands of Haitian migrants remain under that bridge in Texas, new questions over where many of the migrants who were there earlier in the week have gone. Morgan Chesky is there. Tonight, more than 4,000 Haitian migrants still packed under this bridge, surviving on so little for more than a week. While back in Haiti, some who have been deported speaking out. One of them, Fedner Paulina, apologizing to the American people, but saying he and his family hope to make the journey yet again. The rising deportations sparking the U.S. special envoy to Haiti to resign in protest. Career diplomat Daniel Foote slamming the Biden administration's, quote, inhumane, counterproductive decision to deport thousands of migrants. Meantime, the White House under fire over these images of Border Patrol agents on horseback announcing horses will no longer be used in Del Rio. And tonight, new questions over where many of the 15,000 migrants who are under that bridge have gone. 
The Department of Homeland Security announcing 1,400 migrants have been deported and 3,200 are in Border Patrol custody. But still no details on how many migrants were released into the United States. DHS officials have told NBC News that number's in the thousands. They had an idea that life would be better for them here in America. So many of the migrants released away for asylum hearings coming to Tiffany Burroughs' nonprofit shelter. This time last year, how many people would you help a week? 25. And today? In the last three days, over a thousand. Now, her concern isn't running out of supplies, but attention. The numbers will go down, the media attraction of it all will disappear, and, um, and then we'll be hit with another wave. This problem never goes away for you. Right. And an update on those government records suggesting that some of the migrants who crossed this river may have been headed to Guantanamo Bay. Tonight, the White House says there was some confusion, and that was never the case. Tom? Morgan Chesky for us tonight. Morgan, thank you. And now we want to take you across the border to a makeshift camp in the city of Acuna. Our partners at Telemundo going inside those camps where many of the migrants say they are now hoping Mexico will give them refuge. Tonight, with pressure at the Texas border intensifying, on the other side, in Mexico, Haitian migrants are growing tired, exhausted, and now desperate. Families fighting over any piece of cardboard that they will later use to sleep on. Here in Acuna City, just on the other side of Del Rio, many have decided to cut their journey short and stay in Mexico. So many who grew up speaking Creole in Haiti now speaking fluent Spanish after years in Central and South America. And the number of those seeking asylum keeps growing. So far this year alone, more than 18,000 Haitians have requested asylum in Mexico, compared to nearly 6,000 in 2019. Migrants are settling wherever they can, sidewalks, parks, and even the roof of a building. And the children, lost in their own imagination, but aware of the reality. The Acuna camp still holding thousands, becoming more permanent by the day. But today, Mexican authorities also adding pressure. At one point surrounding the camp, families feeling forced to cross the Rio Grande, ending up in Texas. Now, in that same camp where many have waited for days, the camp in Del Rio holding just over 5,000 migrants. As of today, thousands of other migrants seeking refuge in the U.S. have been released by Border Patrol, allowed to wait for their court date in America. Jesus. Pregnant women, babies, parents with their young children, including 10-year-old Reina, who traveled to Texas from Chile, thousands of miles away wow. with her father. Here in Texas, packed buses come and go, taking migrants to this shelter where they're given food and aid. The waiting lines are massive. The men all carrying ankle monitors and citations to appear in court in the next 60 days. For Huguenard and his daughter, they believe they've taken one step in the right direction and one step further away from the camp they will never forget. We don't even have cardboard to sleep on or blankets. There is dirt everywhere. Wow. We go hungry. When you want to drink water, you have to drink dirty water.
The border crisis wow. deepening in both countries tonight. All right, we want to turn now to Jesus. the growing calls to protect airline workers. Reports of unruly passengers soaring this year with flight attendants physically and verbally attacked. And today, their powerful testimony on Capitol Hill pushing for new federal action. Dasha Burns has more. This is too much, y'all. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but that's a lot. Man, that's, you know... That's a lot to deal with. That's a lot to deal with. That's a lot to deal with. Jesus, have mercy. Have mercy, Father. Have mercy. You know, I'm sitting here going back and forth trying to see, you know, because I don't have no milk. For my coffee and no bread for my toast, and these people are fighting for just to have cardboard to sleep on. You see how blessed we are, you guys. I mean, oh my goodness, have mercy, Father, have mercy. And they have, they have, they have to have more compliance and regulations in place. I mean, I just don't understand how they are separating this. They just said they ended the war with Afghanistan, but then you had airplanes to go literally pick up those Afghanistan refugees and those women and those that wanted to come to America. Y'all got airplanes for them and brought them over and housed them, literally put them in homes in different parts, even here in Texas, even in New Orleans. I know this for a fact. It, I just, it's just so much, y'all. It's just so much. That's why I have to like be strategic. <laughs> I have to be strategic, y'all. <laughs> Before I'll be watching this news. Because it, it gets you underneath your skin. It'll throw your whole day off. Because it's so much, you know. And that's why we have to just come back in and bring it all back in. You know, and focus on that one thing that you can do. You know, we're not called to the whole world. Even though God so loved the world. But that's why he handpicks his little ones to do the little things right where you are. So no matter what you do, um, I, I quote this scene from uh, what movie I was watching. What movie was I watching, y'all? And it, it, the, the statement was every act that you do is important to God. Every act. So that's good or bad, but every act is important. And it makes a difference. It can make a difference in a positive way and it can make a difference in a negative way. So we just have to decide the acts that I do will it make a difference? Or what difference will it make if I perform this act? 
all this action. Yeah, y'all kind of get what I'm saying? Okay. That's that part of the news. attendants testifying on Capitol Hill today about the skyrocketing incidents of air rage. The violence perpetrated against workers has been nonstop demanding more action to protect workers. Now, what do we need? We need DOJ criminal charges and enforcement. We simply cannot accept this as the new normal. The rise in rates of bad behavior, alarming. From 2015 to 2020, the FAA initiated 786 investigations into unruly behavior. Wow. But in the first nine months of 2021 alone, already 789 investigations. Politely, I asked, sir, would you please put your mask on? It must be covering both your mouth and nose. He looked at me, and I will not repeat the epithet he used. He said, N-word, I don't have to listen to a damn thing you say. This is a free country. Now a recurring viral phenomenon on social media. Some altercations turning into assaults. A passenger punching this flight attendant in the face, leaving her bloodied and missing two teeth. My God. In other instances, flight attendants having to duct tape passengers to their seats to prevent violence. Uh This man got the right dentist, that's all I'm going to say. Masks becoming a flashpoint for some flyers. Out of more than 4,000 passenger complaints airlines have filed since January, about 75% were mask-related, according to the FAA. Flight attendants begging for more prosecutions and immediate criminal action against disruptors. Otherwise, we're sending the message to these these workers that they are on their own. The FAA's new zero-tolerance policy is meant to crack down on unruly passengers with stricter legal enforcement of rules, including fines and possible jail time. That's right. Though it somewhat curbed the rates of air rage incidents, lawmakers and witnesses today say it's nowhere near enough. All right, Dasha Burns joins us now from LaGuardia Airport live tonight here on Top Story. And Dasha, I I just want to get to the heart of this. I mean, what was discussed specifically about keeping both flight attendants and passengers safe? Yeah, look, flight attendants, Tom, are the eyes and ears for any kinds of hazards on airplanes, on these flights. One of the witnesses today brought up the situation of the threat of a terror attack. It's the flight attendants that are looking out for those cues, and that's a lot more difficult to do when they're distracted by... afternoon I think it's good afternoon I just want to say hi to you all and I am here just for a little while 
to share with you how I started my business or what motivated me to even begin a business. I receive a lot of questions pertaining to that. Especially, I had two interesting emails from the webinar, which I apologize, you all. The slides would not act right for me <laughs> yesterday. So, I still did it because I believe in God put something in your spirit to do. You have to follow through. And uh, that's when the angels are there to assist you with that project. And so anyway, the the information that I shared yesterday pertaining to our Business Express um, classes that will be coming up on October 30th to December 1st. It's going to be a six-week Business Express course, okay? And this is literally to prepare you guys that are in business and you're still coasting as a sole prioritor, uh, especially those you guys that have received um, the PPP and in business funding. And I've been hearing and on the website, you can easily go to rs.gov. You can go and read the updates that's on the sba.gov, okay? Even through Forbes magazine, I'm going to come back and put all those links. As always, when I do my impromptu lives, I'll go back and put those links there so you guys can read that a lot of changes are happening. Now, it is for the good for businesses, uh, but more effective for those that are putting credibility with your business, okay? And so, um, with that said, I'm Dr. D. A lot of people call me by Dr. D. And uh, I started my business out of circumstances. Uh, I always was business orientated. Um, you may not, most of you may know me from New Orleans, Louisiana. That's where I was born and raised. And I was transitioned to the Houston area in 2005. Um because of Hurricane Katrina. And so with that, I always had that business component in me because of my mom's. Um, she's in heaven right now. Um, but with that, she was an entrepreneur and she had several businesses. And we used to um, laugh about it because I was like, wait a minute, you used to do what? And now I'm doing it. You used to do this, and now I'm doing it. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> so a lot of times we be trying to run, don't want to be like our parents, but eventually you're going to have some of those traits, right? And not just like with God. We are we claim that we are children of God, so if you say that you are a child of God, you should have some of God's traits, amen? And put a disclaimer right now, I am a believer of Christ. I do not second guess the Lord. I do not worship no other idol gods. God himself, Elohim, is my father, the true and living God. And it's by faith that he has brought me to this point. He have um, allowed me to come in connection with awesome, awesome ministers, 
of God and women of God that have geared me into where I need to be right now where I am speaking to you, okay? And so we all going to need those mentors. You're going to need those spiritual leaders. Oh, my gosh. You're going to need those spiritual leaders in your life, especially if you're just a new Christian, a baby Christian. And I'm telling you, when I got, when me and my family was transitioned over here in 2005, I was in the middle of chemotherapy. Yes. Chemotherapy and radiation. And my job was on a medical leave. And my job, it was destroyed because of the Hurricane Katrina. And with that, trying to find a place for me and my children. Uh, our testimony is we didn't get the ten dollars and $15,000 from FEMA like others have. I have all the FEMA applications, the denial and everything because that was another situation was going on. And we'll talk about that later. But with that, God really manifested himself on my behalf. And so with that, and with the knowledge and skills that God equipped me with in my secular job, because I could not find a, a job here in Houston, Texas, the Lord just spoke to me. You know, he said, stop praying for me to give you money. You already been invested. I've invested everything on the inside of you to produce whatever you need. And I was like, okay. You know, it was like a... Uh, 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 aha moment with God speaking to me, telling me, stop praying for money. I have given you the opportunities. I have put in every one of my children gifts and talents and did not say, I will have your gifts will make room for you. So at that time, I understood different things in the spirit, what God was saying. And I'm saying this because a lot of you guys text text me they inbox me you dm me asking me um frivolous questions and i have to be honest i could not do none of this without the help of the lord with the holy spirit the holy spirit is here to help us you guys and you that's your foundation in building anything a business building your family in ministry whatever you do he said whatever you put your hands to right Okay, so with that, you have to have the Lord. You have to trust in the Lord. You have to trust in fall, especially now. Look what's happening, you guys. Look what's happening in the world. If you don't see that the Lord is shaking up something and say, come on now. And, and, and so even with that, we have to, I've got to put my hourglass on. Uh, even with that. We looking at the world and say, oh, the world, this world, that world. Hey, the world have already been deceived. That's what the word tells us. Deception is already there. They've been deceived already. What's happening is the church is being deceived. The church is, is, is conforming to the things of the world. And we want to be so inclusive and accepting with the society of the world. And God is sitting back and say, okay, I'm going to have to shake some stuff up. And the things that I see, the different disasters, the earth is hemorrhaging. The, I mean, it is yearning. The Bible tells us in the last days. This is the beginning with the earthquakes and the fires and all that. He said, you're going to start seeing this, but we're in the midst of it now. So where does that leave us? 
as individuals in this earth. Now, I have have confidence in this one thing, and this is all part of me starting my business, so I'm not just ranting, okay? Because if we don't get that foundation straight, if we don't get the understanding that the Lord is the Lord, and besides Him, there is no other, He is Almighty, He is the Alpha, He is the Omega, His name is above all names, In Psalms, it tells us, bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within him. Bless his holy name. For he comes to deliver us and heal us from iniquity and heal us from all manner of diseases. While we are so frantic, I have never seen a church so frantic in my life. We are in the midst of a global pandemic, yes. God wants us to be, use wisdom, yes. But you have the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit, people, to lead and guide you in the pathway that Daddy God wants you to walk. But what happens, we get caught up into all the things that are moving fast, especially through this technology now. The AIs are developing. Don't y'all know that all of this is just creating that one world order? That's all. It's just everything has to fall in place. As body of believers, we must go back. We must go back to the beginning. Basic Bible 101. See, I was raised from old school ministers. I had, I'm sorry to say this here, but I had the best pastors that did not compromise the gospel. If they ever come on the feed or whatever, they will confirm. And I'm not just lifting them up. I had, I had, um, when I first got saved out of a Baptist church, I got filled with the power of the Holy Ghost in a Baptist church and went to the Sunday where we had, we had Saturday class and that Saturday got filled with the, the, the Holy Ghost, right? Filled with the Holy Ghost. Friday night at an all-night home prayer meeting. That's what we need to get back to. And I don't mean just praying on the phone and falling asleep. That's why I don't get on prayer calls. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. I get all the invitations, y'all. I don't wanna I don't want y'all to think, well, why my sister, my sister, Dr. D, she don't never want to get on a prayer call. Cause I don't wanna be on the call praying and I'm hearing people. <laughs> What what is that? Man, when we used to pray, we prayed. God bless me to be part of Divine Grace Temple. Lord rest her soul, mommy, she's in heaven. And then he sent me to a true love full gospel. Bishop Cole. I don't know if he accept I don't know if he if he acknowledged, but he's a bishop because he took time and he trained us. And he taught that is old school. I mean old school ministers just like Shambach. I was I was brought up on those preachers. So I understand why everybody just can't jail with me. I understand. I'm not called to everybody. I'm a whole different type of minister. I know. I know. But God have equipped me for such a time as this. And the things that I've encountered, oh, I know is to stand against the test of time. Half the stuff that you guys 
man, I know y'all never be able to go through some stuff. That's why one one sister say, oh, I, oh, I want to be like I said. Oh, no, you don't want to be like me. Oh, no, 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 because you won't be able to handle the path that I have taken already. You you wouldn't be able to handle that. And so the ministers, the pastors, we have to get back to the beginning. No more compromising. You know, everybody want to be, you know, in the in crowd. We want to rub elbows with the top ministers and pastors, you know. But how is their character? How is their lifestyle? Do they pray in the spirit of God? You know. So, yeah, that that's when I, I, I don't get on the prayer calls because I don't have time to be hearing people going to sleep while you're praying. We'll pray all night. Man, we'll be at church. And see, that's another thing. <laughs> My children laugh about it now, but I tell you one thing. They got the they have the Holy Ghost in them. They hear God. We ain't perfect. I know I'm not perfect. Oh, I know. Man, God, I know God done brought me a long way. I guess somebody said, what this got to do with starting a business? It has a lot to do with starting a business. Because if you don't get this heart right and get your mind lined up with Christ, you can say, I'm going to start a business all you want, but it won't last because your foundation is built on something else and not the foundation of, of God. One thing I know that the Spirit of God gave me, the Word. In every project that I do, the Word is backing it. Yes. He give me a word, and I pray that word over that project. And whatever God said, okay, now I want you to go and start this. Hey. And so with all of that, I'm just sharing with you all that we are in a time that we really need to stay close to God. We need to get our hearts open and we need to begin to be mature. I never understood when my pastor, uh, one of my pastors, Pastor um, Bishop Cole, Pastor Cole, um, he always told us <laughs> that you can't go wrong with the word. Put the word on it. Even prophet, like, oh, prophesied again, prophesied. I know I'm a, prof- a prophetess. But guess what? You're not going to get all this other crazy stuff. The word going to come out of these lips. So when it comes forth, it will accomplish what the Lord wanted to do. Because it's the word. And then it will not return to him void. But it will accomplish whatever that word is sent out to do, you guys. It will accomplish. And I can tell you, these 10 years being in business, 10 years, and this is the first year that I can literally say that God has manifested himself to the point where it's taking care of me. Okay? But I also had to invest in my business, but the business will never and would have never reached its potential and it's much, much, much more to come. But I first had to get the soul right. Whoa. See, we don't want to deal with that. Because I done been on webinars, I done been on calls, and I'm hearing the people have a good spill, a good pitch. They, you know, they hyping you up and telling you this. And then at the end, they have their call to action, and they want you to spend, you know, $900, to come sit in a two-day class so they can teach you to do just what I'm doing with you right now. First, you got to get your mind straight. 
You got to believe that you can be all that you can be. They're only, they're only regurgitating what they had to go through. But see, I'll come along and come straight up and say, look, we got we to gotta get our heart right. We got to get, we got to come back to Christ. This is how I started my business. Now, at the end, for the services, oh, it's going to cause da, 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 da. See, I'm not going to come with you with all that, you know, oh, $59.99. And then once you punch that button, oh, before you go, you can add this product for another $59.99. And then you say, okay, well, I'll do that. Then you press another button and say, oh, wait, wait. Lifetime, da, 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 da. For an extra 200 and something dollars, you can have the complete package. Okay, well, press that. Oh, and before you go, now you didn't press four times, right? Well, I thought this whole thing was supposed to be just $59.99. Before y'all know it, y'all done spent almost $2,000 on, on something that you still going to have to do the work. And so that's what Urban Management Group is all about. We're going to show you step-by-step and work with you. The problem that I've been having with some individuals that they want you to do the work for them, but then they don't want to pay you. Oh, I'm not going to sit here and do the work for you and, you know, pay me for my service. Now, you're going to pay me for the products and the different things that you need to build your business. But to actually put my hands to it? And do all the research and everything. Oh, no, that's an extra fee. And I'm going to tell you up front. See, I don't have no hidden agenda. I don't have to use manipulation to grab somebody in. That's one thing the father told me about my business. He said, daughter, you never have to run after no customers. I'm going to bring them to you. And I can honestly say, since I've started this business in 2011... I have never have to go and chase after customers. Now I might have to go chase after and get my money. <laughs> but even with that, the father have changed. <laughs> you know, the father have changed my whole mechanism. And so because of that, and that's why I say this year has really has been a blessing because I had to make a change even with that. You know? And so that's how I was able to be able to function because even with the to gathering the fee for the services, you just have to be bold and be have confidence and know, hey, your service, you present good service, right? So you should have your constituents or your customers or, you know, your clients, they should be able to pay you, period, right? And, and that's another thing that we have a challenge with our community, with our com- community, that we always want to hook up. Don't you guys know that a small business, a sole priority, a woman in business such as myself and others, we already giving you a discount? So why are you asking for another discount? When they give you another discount upon the discount that they already offer you, you are literally now putting them in the red. I can literally say that. So I just want to add that part with this whole message also. That when you supporting black-owned businesses, especially black women in businesses, and especially black women in businesses over 50, because I'm over 50, about to head on to the 60 mark. Give God the glory for that. All right? We are striving to present that quality 
product and service to you with with less financial I call it financial raping because some of the stuff that people people buy I'm like really you you pay what they don't even get the services so uh, uh, among all of that I just pray that that little snippet uh, encourage you guys to know that first of all you have to have God first when you're starting your business you have to have your spiritual um, mentors in your life, someone that's feeding you the word of God, not manipulation and control now. You know, like I had somebody inbox me to say, oh, my sister, we would love for you to be a part of our uh, ministries. Um, we have a course um, and you can sit in for two years and then we will ordain you to be a minister. I'm like, what? I've been, I have three, I have four ordinations. I've been ordained, commissioned, sent. <laughs> In a degree, I don't know. I sit in the presence of the Holy Spirit, but the Lord was showing me some things about that situation. So it's still a growing process. People don't know your story. You have to have the, I'm not going to say you have to have the experience, but believe me, when you are in the word of God, that word will be tested. The enemy coming. The devil is on your trail. And so when when he comes knocking, are you ready to put up them spiritual them them spiritual dupes and say, "Come on, hit me with your best shot." And so with all of that, I thank God for healing. Um, through that process, it's been like 14 years. I've been in remission from um, colorectal cancer. I do numerous of uh, colorectal awareness for March. It's, it's normally in March globally that they are they try to make it aware but all through the year if you've never been test tested especially now they brought it down it's not 50 anymore it's 40 um to be tested through a colonoscopy men and women okay it's best for you to go and do that um because i didn't have no symptoms or anything for me to even know that i had this um disease eating me up and didn't even know about it whoa but God, God love us. <laughs> Ooh. Daddy loves us so much. We just have to take time to hear. We have to take our time and listen. Pay attention to the warnings. Pay attention to the signs. That's all. He said, I tell Abraham everything before I do it. God will consult with you if you allow him to be part of your team. <laughs> you see, when I have my board meetings, God is the, he's the CEO. That's why I say I'm the manager, man, uh, I'm the manager, uh, executive manager, because he is the CEO. He is the controller factor of everything that Danielle does. And in your business, for you to be successful, you have to build your business step by step. Okay, let me see, what's my time? Oh, I got a couple of more minutes left. Okay, so I'm just going to share some key factors with you guys. Um, transition over here from the hurricane. I didn't have any money. God supernatural. You'll read that in my book. Coming up, bled out. Um, God, God just just made a way for me. And but He spoke to me. He said, "You use your talents that I have trained you already to do. You're doing it already." So I just advise you guys. 
um, whatever your passion is, what are you doing now that you really enjoy? What, and mostly it's on that secular job. Whatever job you have, it's on that secular job that God is teaching you something. You just have to have some quality time with daddy. You know what I'm saying? Let him speak to you. And so that's what he did. He said, you're already in your field. You're in administration. You're in manager. You know, and so before the hurricane, I was working at the bank. And because of some domestic issues or whatever, that just turned out real nasty for me. And I must say it was out of disobedience. Um, but God, God just blessed. I'm going to just put it like that. And he gives you the way of escape. And sometimes the escape route is not an easy route. You're going to have to go through some, some, some pain and discouragement through the escape route. It may cause you some hiccups and some, some headaches and bruises, you know. But at least you got out. Whoa, you got out. <laughs> Amen, you got out. And so with that... um. They had a promotion. i never forget this. And this was motivating me. And God will allow. Matter of fact, he will create. He will create a situation. Because he know how. We, we, we want to, if we really like, I just want to do what God say. I want to be in his perfect will. You know how we get all spiritual. But God will create some 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 crazy situations, man, that really like, Lord have mercy. I can't believe you had to do all that to wake me up. Yes. Because you was asleep. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to another level. And you're holding on to this level that's not going to exalt me in it. So I need to get you over here. And so he will create these situations, you guys, that like, whoa. And so um, uh, uh, before the hurricane, he created this situation, right? That uh, a position open. I applied for the position. But at that time, this showed me at this time how even our own kind, you know, strive to block you from going ahead. And that was crazy. And I felt sorry for that that woman. And um, so she called me in the office and said, oh, I see. I see that you put a bid in to be the the um the, the, the manager for this branch. However, of course you have all the experience and the knowledge and you are very good at what you do. But we need to have you with a degree. You have to have at least a bachelor degree in management and all this yada, yada, yada. And I was like, what? I said, okay, okay, alright. So this what really got me, you guys. The person that they hired didn't have no skills, didn't have nothing. Was clueless of the whole industry and everything, but because this person had a degree, a management degree, they got the job. So you know what daddy told me? He said, I want you to go back to school. Don't worry about it. I said, I ain't got no money and I don't want to get no loans and all that. He said, don't worry about it. Go back to school. I want you to get your degree. And so when God opened up a door for you, no matter how it looks, you guys, you have to walk in it. All right, and he'll give you a couple of opportunities, but then sometimes them opportunities may not come back. So that's why you have to be very, very careful and have an ear to hear what the spirit of God said, not the spirit of this world, not the voice from somebody else, the spirit of God. 
what is he telling you to do and how he is telling you to do it. And so after all of that and getting out, you know, um, separating from that, that foolishness that I was entangled with, and then a hurricane came, came over here in Houston, and then was trying to find my way here, trying to get things established. I mean, me and my children, we, we really really was 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 striving, man. It really was a a um, trauma issue going on. You know, they, my my children talk about it now, how they can't even believe we made it through some stuff that a lot of people still don't know what we went through over here when we came over here from that hurricane. But with that, I walked in that park, and the Lord told me, stop praying for money. Stop praying for a job. He said, start your business. Hey, how am I start my business? He said, I'm going to teach you. And so I'm just going to give y'all these three little tips, and I'm gone. This is for individuals. Now, some of you may be listening. I'll turn on my comments. I try not to I put my comments off because... It kind of throws me off sometimes, and I'll, I'll say hi to everybody to see who's on here. And I don't see no numbers, so it's showing. I, I don't think nobody's not on here. Um, and if you are, hi, and I will acknowledge you when I turn the thing back on. Um, if you don't have any money and you're starting a business or you have a business, all right, this is what he showed me. Google, man, that's Google is the master you know, of the technology, okay? Not the master of your life. <laughs> Let's get that straight. But he's, Google, God touched this person to create this this internet portal. And I'm still learning some stuff that's going on for free that you can literally run your business from Google. Google have his own apps, um, Spreadsheets, I mean, it's all kind of things that you can utilize. Phone number, if your business don't have a phone number, you can literally set up your business on Google. Google will set up your website, all right? You can get a Google voice number. You can even personalize it, okay? Don't just set it up and have it. This is a Google voice. You can literally personalize it as your business number, all right? So that's the one thing you have to make sure if you don't have any money, right and i'm not even gonna get into the ein stuff and all of that because i'm gonna do another video on that i'm just showing sharing with you guys how i got started and literally this is how i got started and these gonna be some different episodes i'll come on and do so you guys can build upon that and with that i pray that even those that signed up for the awesome six-week business express uh, workshop coming up um, I know you guys are excited and I'm working on some things, so I will send you that link so you guys can start preparing for that. And I thank you and share that video that you um, listen to and watch. Share it to some other business individuals or entrepreneurs or those that have gig work workers, meaning you drive Uber, you know, you do barbering, you do hair, you know, this going to be for you guys. Cause next year y'all, when y'all do y'all taxes, man, it's going to have a boom shakalaka and you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, nobody ain't told me this. Well, yeah, I'm telling you, I am shouting from the mountaintop. I'm the voice in the wilderness preparing you guys before things are happening. God said he will warn you. So I am letting you know what's about to happen. 
especially those that are having all these side gigs or whatever, okay? So Dr. D gonna try to, I'm trying to heal you guys in your financial area with your business. So if you don't have any money or, or you need help to separate stuff, okay, that's another thing that's gonna get a lot of people. You're operating your business out of your personal account. You should have that separate. So if you don't have the the way we're all or your credit may have issues or even with banking, well, I can't get a bank account because I messed up, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you out, okay? So first, get your Google number. And now, if you don't mind using your personal cell number, go ahead, you can do that. But if you want to keep it separate, I advise you to keep it separate. This is what I did starting out. God showed me how to get a Google number. I personalized that for my business, okay? With that Google number, I have a, I set up a business email, okay? With that business email, they also have, it will, um, now, back then that didn't happen. So I had to use these other free websites to help me start it off, right? But now Google, you can even do a website, just a partial website. Even Facebook, you can use your Facebook and build a business Facebook page, all right? These are the things that you really need now because everything is social, everything is virtual. So you're gonna have to make sure that um, they can find you. I've done two grant applications and that's the first thing they wanna say. They wanna see your, Website page and your financials. Yeah. Okay. And so this is what Urban Management Group was about. I'm not going to hear me hyping y'all up and saying, let's do this and let's do that and give me your money. No. You're going to pay for a service, but I'm going to walk you through it to the point where, hey, when, when we was doing our in-person class, those that had an opportunity to glean from the PPP, and any of you guys are listening, I would love to get a review. Go ahead and go to Google and go to Trustpilot and do a review for Urban Management Group because um, they was able to benefit from those workshops, from my teachers. You can go to YouTube, Urban Management Group. I have um, videos over there. Now, of course, I am not that videography guru where you're going to have all the bang bang and all the good little stuff. So I'm trying. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get the stuff together. Okay. But I'm not just sitting down on it. I'm not going to be like that evil wicked servant. God gave a talent to him. He went and go hit it. And God called him wicked. So I'm not going to be a wicked servant and say, well, Lord, I don't know how to do that. So I'm just going to sit and wait. No, I'm going to use what I have and go ahead and do what I have to do. And when God start elevating and bringing this team, now I do have some some add-ons now. Thank God he blessed me with virtual assistant that helped me with the calls or whatever. I have a marketing team. Come on. He's adding on little bit by little bit, even at a 10-year period. But to get started with nothing, this is what you can do. No more excuses. No more excuses. So build you a Facebook business website. All right. Uh, what's the next thing? Your phone number, Google Voice. That's if you don't want to use your, your personal. Because even with that, you can do your Google Voice number. And then you can forward that to your personal number. 
You know, the whole thing is to save because once somebody got your personal number, then they can do a reverse search and get your address. And, you know, we got some we got some crazy ones out here. Lord have mercy. So you got to be careful, okay? So Dr. D wants you to be careful. Do your email. Create you a free website. Do the Facebook. They have other websites if you want to be a little fancy. Or if you have that extra money, okay, if you have that extra money, you can go ahead and pay somebody to do a nice, elaborate um, website, but I'm talking to the individuals that don't have nothing or have just a little bit of investment that they can put in, you know, for um, their business. And this is the things that can uh, help you. Now, those that have issues with bank accounts, okay, Wood Forest, I know for a fact out here, they always have second chance, third chance. Only thing is with them, you're going to watch with the fees with your checking account. So when I started, I had a prepaid card. Hey, I have no shame in my game. This is how I started. Y'all asking, I'm telling you. I had got a prepaid card, and I only did all my business purchases on that prepaid card. So when I printed out all my stuff for the end of the year, it was it was still in my name, but it was separate. All right? So you some kind of way you get your prepaid card. And you can always put your money on that. Now, now, what what you what's advantage that you have with the prepaid card? They give you a bank account number and a routing number. Boom shakalaka. When you do your contracts or whatever, or if you submitting, if you have an investor and they want your bank account information, give them that bank routing number and account number. They don't have to know that it's going to a prepaid card. Hello. And you can still do a business as a sole priority, but we'll get into um, that also throughout the class because there is liability and there's a difference from being a DBA, a sole priority, and having your business incorporated. All right. It's a difference. Okay. And it depends on what industry you're working in that you can go ahead and get by and go ahead and stay as a sole priority. But I'm going to tell you, they have many, many more open doors that's coming up. And the first thing they're going to ask, they're going to say, are you incorporated? The, I'm, I'm just forewarning you guys. All right. And uh, the last thing, then your product. What are you selling? What are you doing? What type of services? Okay, whatever, what type of sources? So now you, you, they say start a business plan, but I didn't start like that. I was just finding my way, just trying to make some money to pay my bills. And that's the honest truth, you know. And so I was sitting, um, um, in one of my former churches. I was in one of my former churches when I, I came here. And the ministry, I think the ministry had just got started. And uh, I was still in my healing process. And I noticed that, you know, they didn't have nothing going on with the administration office. Nothing was set up. Nothing was structured. So I said, you know what? To keep me busy and keep my mind on a positive faith healing process when I went through that time, I asked the pastor, can I fix your office up? Can I do something here? And sure enough, that was an open door, you guys. And once I done that, and people was coming in, he was telling me, he said, no. He said, sitting there and call me Dane. Sister Dane did that. What? How much you'll charge me to come do this? And that's how I got started. Referrals, you guys. Word of mouth is the best marketing still in place, you guys. That's right. Word of mouth. And that's how Urban Management Group 
was born. Now, first it was organized in disguise because um, I forgot the minister name had came into the church that we had doing some angel food. We, once a month, we had did this food program for the people in the area. And I really miss that program. Lord, I can use an angel food box about right now. Man, they gave all kind. I mean, $25, you get like four different types of meat. Good meat, fruit, vegetables, cereal. I mean, the box was a big old box for $25 will last you literally you can make four five meals out of up there or they say four to five people in the family out that box you know I really miss that 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 out, outreach and um it was like oh stuff is so organized organized up in here you know and they kept saying that and um you said yeah you never know how God just um disguise things in little packages well, so it just it just rung in my spirit. Organized, hmm, in disguise. Okay, and God, right then and I saw the Holy Spirit showing me a, a magnifier glass, and I saw the little man looking, you know, scoping out. Okay, like expect a gadget. So I'll come in there and just I'll come in there and sit down. And God had gave me a methodology how to. Um, develop those offices and get them organized and that that's how I got started you guys and so uh, I had the name but I didn't have nothing incorporated I didn't have no DBA I just that's gonna be the name of my business and I was just doing it right and so as I start growing and then God had blessed me to have a daycare business. I had that for like about two and a half, maybe three years I had the daycare business. Then he started going through the different trainings that I went through. I At that time too, you guys, I graduated from college, got my bachelor's degree, was going back, um, getting a master's. I don't have, I have master's degree credits, you know, um, don't have my certificate because of some other situation. I'm still fighting. You know, and they're trying to make me pay extra money. I said, I'm not paying this. I said, oh, well. You know, so that knowledge had came um, to me, and that's how it started. That's how it started. But these little simple little tips that I share with you guys, and I'll put it in the description later. You know, now, if you already have your, your bank account structure, I pray if you utilizing um, your personal account for business, stop it. Stop it. And I pray to God you guys that got that PPP money and it went through your personal account, I pray that you took that money out that personal account and open it. I told all my clients, open up you a business checking account within a week after you got that PPP money. Pull it out there and start operating everything that you're doing for your business out that business account. When you come through the classes, when we deal with financials, I'm going to share with you guys why that's going to be so important. Because next year, a lot of individuals, especially those that got their PPP, are going to have a whammy. And it's going to be pertaining to taxes and audits. <laughs> yes. You know, so I'm, I'm sharing with y'all, even those that did not come to Urban Management Group, if you acquired that, um, those resources for your business, which is a good thing too. I'm going to talk about that on another video, which is a good thing. It's a good thing that you acquired the, the PPP because it will that establish credibility for your business. So now let's lever it up and let's start getting the foundation more solid. 
you know, more solid so you can go ahead and thrive how God wants us to thrive while we occupy. He said, I am returning, but until then, occupy until I come. So we got to just do what we're supposed to be doing, you guys. It's no sitting back saying, oh, my God, the Lord coming back tomorrow. Uh, not really. He's coming back, though. May not be tomorrow, but he's coming back. Nobody know the time in the day, but he say you be ready. He say be ready. And I see a lot of people falling away. And that's one sign the Lord said in his word. Before he come back, it's going to be a great falling away. And it's happening. It's happening. A lot of believers are losing faith. So that's it for there. I appreciate those. Let me see who. Um, let's give y'all say hi. Oh, look at my, look at my spiritual daddy. That's Bishop Cole, you guys. That's one of my pastors I was talking about. God bless you. How you doing, Papa? How you doing? You know, I see Bishop Brown. That's one of Marinette Publishing authors. God bless you. Hallelujah. That's right. All manners. He is the healer. Back to the basis. Yep. Bishop, you always, you, you preach that. You, you preach the simplicity of the word of God. And those that have ears to hear shall hear the spirit of the Lord speaking through you. That's one thing I can say about that man of God. He do preach the, the basic 101. I mean, if you can't get saved through Bishop Brown Ministries, you don't want to go to heaven. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But God bless you, you guys. I, I really appreciate the awesome men of God that God has connected me with. And Bishop Bishop Cole, he's, he's not just my former pastor he's still my pastor but he's he's my spiritual father you know he has been there matter of fact when hurricane katrina hit right pastor cole we was at his house <laughs> we had a women's um um pastor um, barbara cole first lady we had a women's ministry uh women's conference that friday night and we stayed over by their house and we had a marvelous time and didn't even know what was happening look how god just had us protected but then when it was time for us to go it was like whoa you know what god shared a dream i might have to talk about that later but um that was something huh pastor yep and now uh it's been what 15 15 years 16 with Quentin 16 16 years 16 years I can't believe it's been that long oh my goodness all right blessed people I I just pray that this encourage you God uh, you guys um, to stay stand fast um, I do have numerous articles and press release you just have to Google Google my name Google Urban management group Google Marinette publishing you know, someone inbox me and say, I want to get to, no, who who are you? Where you, where, where you from? And I was like, what? That was kind of odd. And I, and I just posted. I said, well, here, take a look and read about me. And what's in those articles? It's nothing made up. Now, I probably shortened some stuff. It's not everything. Oh, my gosh. But that's the basic um, so far uh, how God has taken care of this, this daughter of Zion. So you can do it. If I did it, you can do it. Mothers, 
If you, if I did it as a single mother, a mother of homelessness, a mother that have encountered chemotherapy and radiation, overcoming uh, cancer, uh, a mother that experienced domestic violence through marriage. I mean, your husband say they love you, but then they won't beat the hell out of you. Oh my God, what kind of love is that? Oh my goodness, it's no, it's just, that's a no-no, you guys. No, no, emotional trauma. Oh my God, that's not how God wants us to live. No, that's not the spirit of the Lord. That's the spirit of the devil. <laughs> he comes to kill, steal, and destroy your very life. I told somebody that was telling me about some stuff. I said, you think that's cool? You you think that's hoorah, hoorah, that God wants you in that mess? He said, babe, I told him, I said, baby, the devil ain't playing no more. The devil want to take you out. The devil want to kill you. Ain't no more just stealing and destroying you. He wants to kill us. He wants to wipe you off the face of this earth. You got to understand the mindset of the enemy. We are going to a place that he know where he was and got cast out. He know how it is in the heavenly realm. Come on. And see, it's no forgiveness for him because you he already had his assignment. You literally disobeyed. But God created us in his own image. Don't you know that when you look at God, when you look, you see me, you seeing a part of God in me. So I don't even understand why people be trying to just do some stuff, man. Why y'all just do some stuff? Why y'all just, come on. We all, when we look at each other, we looking at God, the reflection of God within our sister and our brother that's why when certain things happen i'll just back up i i just i'm not even gonna touch it i'll just back up i say lord you deal with this shit. this is not really of you no and we get we get caught up in our emotions and our feelings and we get hurt yes because you know we expect this to happen and that to happen but when you really calm down and look at the bigger picture wow that's the devil Oh, no. And now you got to let God, you got to let God do the healing. And when we let God arise, what'd he say? Our enemies will be scattered. Oh, let me go. Let me go. I'm going to come back on here later on. I'm going to strive to, to, um, oh, there we go. I'll be trying. I'm, I'll be trying. To do this 15 minute, 30 minute, but see, this is Sunday anyway, and we have to lift up the name of Jesus. Y'all know I don't be on here all the time, and when I am on here, you're gonna get some good nuggets, you know. And and that's that that's what's happening. And I, I just feel good. I thank God for him healing my body. I mean, whoa, there was some stuff going on, y'all. Lord have mercy. But I thank God that the healing um, power of God. Ooh, it's so awesome, y'all. All right. I love you guys. Love you, Pastor Cole. Tell Nana I say hi. Um, God bless you, Bishop Brown. And everybody else that listening to this um, live, God bless you all and know that God loves you with an everlasting love. If you don't have the love of Jesus, if you have not accepted Christ in your life, he say, heart not your heart when you hear my voice. Heart not your heart. I'm knocking at the door of your heart. 
He said, let me in. Can't you see what's happening? Let me in. I want you to be in the place where I'm at. No matter what you need to do or what you're trying to do in your life, if you don't have Christ in your life, you labor in vain. Come into your heart. Let him come into your heart. Know that he died on the cross. He shed his holy blood. Come on, Holy Ghost. Holy blood was shed for you and I. He became sin, so we won't receive the punishment of sin. Come on now. And when he died, our very sin died with him. So when I confess my faults and repent, that dies with him. And then he rose with all power in his hand. Oh, glory, hallelujah. And that power, he took back the keys from the enemy. He said, now, I have the power. Like to say, I got the power. He said, I have the power. And that same power that I have in earth, in heaven, and underneath the earth, I give it unto you. Oh, come on now, Holy Ghost. He said, so now you got my power. I'm leaving you some, some angels to back you up. And I have to go. But when I leave, I'm going to send you some help. Lord, we need some help. <laughs> You got it. The Holy Spirit is our helper. Only thing you have to do is acknowledge him. He's not, his name not something told me. I had did a whole lesson one time. Um, Something told me. I'll be happy. Oh, girl, you know, something told me. Well, who is something told me? I had never heard that person before. Well, you know, I'd just be feeling that. I say, that's the Holy Spirit. You better acknowledge who he is. That's the Holy Spirit. Acknowledge him. I wake up, I say, good morning, Father, good morning, Yahshua, and what's up, Holy Spirit, what's going on today? Thank God, angels that are assigned to Dr. D, Danielle, Daniel, whoever you want to call me, whatever, my name that's changed in the heavenly realm, what's going on today? What I need to be prepared for? Because sometimes we have stuff coming to us and we're not prepared, or they sometimes, they I call them TKOs. They'll knock you out. Well, where they came from, Lord? You know, and that happens. That happens. Look at Job. Job was enjoying his family, man. I mean, he had it going on. And all of a sudden, because Satan was so hateful, showing shade on Job, he had the audacity to go to heaven, in the heavenly realm, and inquire about him. Come on, y'all need to go back and read that story again. Stop those don't be happening to us, y'all. Come on, like I was saying, the escape, God give you the escape route. He give us the escape route, but he also said, well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and do what you got to do. But, but don't touch the soul. That don't belongs to you. And he up there, <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to show you, God. <laughs> they don't love you for you. They only love you for things. They want money and fame. <laughs> I'm going to destroy them. I'm going to take their children. I'm going to take their job. I'm going to take their money. Everything. I'm going to show you. And God has so much. Let me tell y'all. God has so much confidence in us. He's saying, go ahead. Do, get your Go do what you got to do, Satan. Do what you got to do. They're not going to change for me. He'll even use the closest one to you to get you to the point 
to give up on God. <laughs> he even he whispered in Job's wife and told him that's after they lost everything. Cause see, she had got comfortable, you know. Come on now. She 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 didn't she didn't want convenience. I'm just gonna paraphrase it to our time. See, she got comfortable with the luxury house, riding, you know, on her camel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Didn't have to worry about the food because it was always brought to her, right? She just had to sit there and cook it. I mean, stuff was laid out for Joel's wife. And all that was destroyed. Her children gone. What's she say? Joel. I don't know what's going on with you, bro, but you need to just curse God and die. Get this over with so I can go ahead and get another man. No, that's probably what she was saying. I'm just feeling what the Lord wants me to share with you guys so y'all can understand that things that happen to us, it just don't happen. I'm, and especially I'm talking to the ones that that are serving God, that you are a believer of Christ, all right? And then they have some of y'all that's not really committed to the Father, the unbelievers and you going through some a, a lot. You going through hell, but isn't that should be a sure sign to you that hey, you have a special calling on this earth and you got some things you need to get done. And maybe God have told Satan, yeah, go ahead over there. You can go, 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 go. Do what you got to do over there. But they gonna come to me. They gonna come to me. Cause see, that one. His mama prayed for him, so I gotta honor her prayers. That one, her daddy, her daddy prayed for her, so I have to honor his prayers. Come on, y'all. Some of you guys are living off the mercy of other people's prayers, but God starts shaking stuff up in your life and allowing the enemy to come and attack you. Man, it's not that God hates you or you curse. It's time for you to rise up in your most holy faith and do and be the thing that God wants you to become. Come on now. And so Satan just know he had it, man. I said, get the wife. He always got to go to the woman, right? <laughs> get, get, get the wife. But see, she was so comfortable and she was being inconvenienced. What did Joe say? He put himself in sackcloth. He ripped his clothes. He said, you sound like a foolish woman. Blessed be the, the Lord who give it and take it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And don't forget about the other parts, y'all. After so many years, God restored Job a hundredfold. Maybe it was a thousandfold. He got children. He got he got a new wife. <laughs> Come on now. So stop selling in. For just a little bitty crumbs. Stop allowing the devil to condemn you because guess what? It's all his his plan. And on that note, I gotta go. I am beyond my time. Lord Jesus, I gotta go because my recordings are ending. <laughs> I have uh on a platform with my other digital uh, platforms. So God bless you guys. What's up, Miss Cynthia Harris? God bless you, God bless you. Just go ahead. When I download it, you can hear it from the beginning. But I really appreciate you guys. I thank God for the Holy Spirit just dropping those little nuggets. And it inspired me even to the point where I'm at now. And uh, as always, you can go ahead to the websites, subscribe, and hit the notification bells. And until then, Dr. D say, God bless you. Have a beautiful day, y'all. 
2021, nine days after being declared missing, a body matching Gabby Petito's description was found in a Wyoming National Park. Petito had been traveling across the U.S. in a van with her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, and documenting the journey on social media. I love the van. While we still don't know exactly what happened to Petito, ABC News has used Petito's social media, police reports, and public records to piece together some of the events that led up to her disappearance. After purchasing a van and deciding to take a cross-country trip together, the couple left Laundrie's family home in North Port, Florida, where they had been living together for more than a year. They then drove to Blue Point, New York, for an event with Petito's family and left New York on July 2nd wow. with the intention of driving west to visit state and national parks. Petito and Laundrie traveled through Kansas, Colorado, and into Utah. Gabby documented the trip on Instagram along the way, sharing photos of herself and Laundrie using hashtags like van life and expedition happiness. In mid-August, police in Moab, Utah, responded to a 911 call involving a domestic dispute oh, between the couple. Oh, it's 12, Brian, okay. Police shared their body camera footage of the interaction. Officers reported that the couple admitted to arguing that Petito had slapped laundry, but denied that laundry hit her. They concluded that insufficient evidence existed to justify criminal charges. Seven days later, Petito and Laundrie posted a video documenting their trip on YouTube. Gabby, Petito, never goes outside. All the chocolate so melted. <laughs> the following week, Petito's family spoke to Gabby for the final time. She sounded good and excited to continue her trip and excited to start her YouTube channel. And on that same day, a collage of photos was posted to her Instagram account. Those would be the last documented photos of the 22-year-old. Wow. On August 27th, two witnesses saw Petito and Laundrie arguing at a restaurant in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. His demeanor, the way he was acting, he freaked me out. On that same day, Gabby's mother, Nicole, said she received an odd text in which Gabby was referring to her grandfather by his first name. Two days later, Miranda Baker shared on TikTok that she and her boyfriend gave Laundrie a ride. He approached us asking us for a ride because he needed to go to Jackson, which we were going to Jackson that night. Northport police later said that Baker's timeline was, quote, plausible. On September 1st, Laundrie returned to Florida in the couple's van by himself. Oh. Ten days later, Petito's family filed a missing persons report, stating that Petito had stopped communicating with her friends and family and that she was believed to be near Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. In the week after the report was filed, police named Laundrie as a person of interest in the case. We're hopeful to talk to him. He needs to talk to us. Wow. He later was reported missing by his family, and police began the search for Laundrie in the nearby Carlton Reserve, a 25,000-acre nature preserve. On September 19th, authorities recovered a body in Bridger Teton National Forest, consistent with the description of Gabby Petito. The following day, police and FBI raided the Laundrie family home while the search for Brian continued. The Teton County Coroner's Office later confirmed that the recovered body was Gabby Petito, Jesus. and the death was ruled a homicide. The U.S. District Court of Wyoming has now issued an arrest warrant for Laundrie on debit card fraud charges following a federal grand jury indictment. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Hey, Thanks for that's... checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like... That's, 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 that's odd.
that's I. I, I, I'm telling you, something else is involved with this because now the parents, see what I told y'all? I told y'all earlier, they was living together at Brian's house in Florida. You see what I'm saying? And she went to visit her parents in New York. So, first of all, how your young daughter going to be living with a man thousands of miles away, right? And I'm telling you, that other family got something to do with it. I I, I really pray that um, I'm, that Brian's okay. But I feel somebody killed him, and all of a sudden, uh, a debit card come up fraudulent because he used it. <laughs> That's a setup, you guys. I don't watched enough movies <laughs> to see how this gonna play out. <laughs> I already know how this gonna play out. Somebody in, in Gabby's family found him. Found him, and they got an altercation. If he's not, if his parents didn't get him out the country, they're going to find him dead somewhere, too. And it's going to be something with that other family. I'm telling y'all. And that's just my opinion right now. But I'm going to be following the story because it's kind of interesting how this is playing out. I'm like, whoa. Cause why would why would they go and raid Brian's house? They ain't just raid that house. They went and took all her belongings out that house. That's what happened. They made it seem like they're going doing a search for Brian, but but Gabby was living with them people, and they had to go get her stuff out that house. That's what it was. They ain't gonna say that, but they went and got that stuff. They went and got that girl's belongings out that house. Because how you going to go raid a house when you don't even have an arrest warrant yet? Now, remember the timeline. Come on, y'all. Put the pieces together. You can't go raid somebody's house on the speculation of homicide. They didn't get the homicide report to after the autopsies was done. They went to that house to get that girl stuff out that house. That's what they went dead. Because they was living together. She was living with Brian. Come on. In Brian's parents' house. <laughs> Ain't that something? Good morning, George. We are right outside the Carlton Reserve. This is where Chris Laundrie spent hours with investigators yesterday, but according to his attorney, no discoveries were made. This, as we hear from people familiar with this sprawling, alligator-infested area who tell us that if Brian Laundrie has been hiding out here for three weeks now, surviving would be incredibly difficult. This morning, the hunt for Brian Laundrie focused on the Carlton Reserve State Park. The FBI shutting down the nearly 25,000-acre park and allowing Brian Laundrie's father, Chris, to join the search for his 23-year-old son, the person of interest related to the murder of 22-year-old Gabby Petito. They've dedicated a lot of resources, state-of-the-art equipment, money, manpower, uh, assets like aviation support, night vision, thermal imaging, canine, the bloodhounds are extremely important, especially in a place like the Carlton Reserve. So there's a lot of dedicated resources that are thrown at this case, and, and they're not going to stop. I mean, they need to find this guy. 
The Laundry's attorney telling ABC News in a statement, Chris was asked to point out any favorite trails or spots that Brian may have used in the preserve. Although Chris and Roberta Laundry provided this information verbally three weeks ago, it is now thought that an on-site assistance may be better. I wasn't sure about what he looked like. And then I went and parked and pulled up the photographs of him. And I'm 99.99% sure that was him. Several tips have been reported around the Appalachian Trail near the North Carolina-Tennessee border, but it's unclear what led investigators back to the reserve in Florida. You keep things close to the vest. You don't want to release anything, especially with a case like this. Dixie Resnick is familiar with the swamp surrounding the reserve and says she's not certain that anyone could survive the alligator-infested marshland unless they were a survivalist. Survival in a area such as the Carlton Preserve uh, would be very precarious. They would be someone with a very high level of knowledge regarding the native habitats, wild edibles, and survival in general. There's a lot of things that work against a person surviving in a situation like that. Earlier, Brian's sister Cassie revealed exclusively to ABC News that Brian is familiar with the reserve, but she doesn't think he's there. I don't think that he would have gone there to hide. I'd say Brian's a mediocre survivalist. He reads books about it, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if he could last out there a very long time. And earlier this week, Cassie Laundrie also telling us that she doesn't know if her parents were involved in helping Brian escape. And if they were, they should come clean. The Laundrie family attorney saying that any speculation that they helped Brian leave the family home or avoid arrest is just wrong. Guys? So many questions. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, hey there, GMA. No. If they did help him escape... Well, that's a parent intuition trying to protect his son because he didn't do it. But if he did do it, yeah, they're, 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 they're wrong because the family need closure. Now, from what I'm feeling, and it's my only personal um it's my only personal opinion, okay? But I perceive, and I perceive, like I stated before, he's out the country. He didn't change his whole identity. He's out the country. Oh, that child is dead because their other family, Gabby's family, the brothers. If y'all see, y'all gotta watch everything. Not just so much what the news are putting. Go back and watch that memorial service that they gave her. And watch those brothers when it was at the news. Just watch the Demeter and they had one. I don't know if it was bald head or whatever. But they they got him. Them brothers then came down to Florida. Okay, cause remember she this the whole key factor that nobody is not really highlighting. They keep forgetting that Gabriel was living with Brian and his parents. Okay? Her parents, Gabby's parents, stay in New York. The girl was just 20, and I think she had just made 20. So how in the world? And she stopped, she got out of, she stopped school. They said she was in, so she stopped going to school to travel the world to do a block. 
like you know at that age and then I'm sorry you guys them them young youngsters you know that just they want to do now if he's a narcissist right if he's a narcissist and want to appease her just so he can have control over somebody. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. We could do that. I, I'll help you. But she also has some emotional issues. Because you could tell how when they were interviewing her, the policeman. She was very emotional. That girl has some issues. She got some inner issues that she's looking and needed that father figure or that companion, or just that neediness, that codependency, you know what I'm saying? Because, I I mean, I was 19. I was literally put out of my mama's house, okay? And I was eight. I just graduated out of high school. I did not want to leave. I was afraid. I mean, just to be out there in the world. That's why I made, I told my children, I said, look, you can stay with me. As long as you have to. My main thing is I want you to go to school, go to work where you can establish yourself. And I want y'all when y'all get out there, you at least you have some type of foundation because this is a cruel and wicked world. You know, so my children, each one of them, and I even helped them after the fact. Even with my oldest daughter, excuse me, I'm gonna have to calm down my voice. Even my oldest daughter. We, we kept my grandbaby. I said, you go to school. Concentrate. Don't worry. I'm here. I was doing some recovery. You know, I still was doing some um, recovery. Because um, y'all got to remember that I am a cancer survivor. And after so many years, you got to go through tests. And then I had that polar cap in me um, that they put the chemo through my veins. So after about seven years, whatever, I had to... I was beginning to have a complications with that. So they had to get that out of me. So it kind of did something. You know, a lot of uh, things happen. But in the midst of all of that, just think about it. I told, like, I didn't want, right now, I'm really believing God that we come together as a family. And let's just go ahead and get a big house where it could be a family house. You know, because we're spending money here, we're spending money there. With all of us together we spend it at least six seven thousand dollars a year i mean a month on rent and i know everybody wants their space but hey let's get a nice big house five six seven bedrooms everybody have their own room which we was already like that we didn't have a problem living together um me and my youngest one that's one thing I, i can't thank god for when we was together after we had finally settled down, uh, we didn't have no problems living in the house together. You know why? Because everybody was going to work or in school. We came home with, hey, what's up, y'all? And on that weekend, we would play our little Michael Jackson game. We ate that Sunday, had a big thing, and then everybody get the rest, and then we back on our schedule. You know, so that was good. It's just that we got, people was getting older and growing, and the space, it, we was busting out of the house. <laughs> You know, so um, it's good to allow your children to go out there so they can feel the water, so they can see, oh, it wasn't as easy as it is. Oh, I I see now. Nah, I can't go and buy these shoes. I got to pay that light bill. Or I can't go and spend money on here because I got to pay the rent. You see what I'm saying? So they need to go out there and test the waters. 
Let them make their mistakes. Let them fall. Let them, because now they have a better uh, appreciation, you know, for the very things that they took for granted. And they thought it was so easy when they was younger. Y'all hear me? So even with this situation right here. Wow. This was, this is, I'm, I'm really waiting to see how this is going to unfold. And it's, it's going to die out and it's going to pop up back later like they did from the, all them other uh, scene with the dad. His name was Steven somebody. Whatever went, uh, maybe what, three, four, five years later, they arrested him or they found him or whatever because well, he had killed his wife and the children and um, found them buried. But look at all the other cases, you guys. They have so many missing person cases right now pending. That's a cold case that have not been resolved. Or they found their bodies and they did not find a murderer. That is so sad. So, upon that note, with this episode, you guys, just be careful. Okay, this is uh, October 10th already. Be careful. I'm going to put this underneath. Um, you hearing this added to all the other information that we gather on the Gabby case. And uh, you guys, just be careful out there, okay? Love on your children. Encourage them. Even if they make a mistake, you know, like I seen one thing on the movie. I like the, what the mom had said. She said, go and have fun. But even if you messed up, I don't want you to be afraid not to call me because I'm going to come get you because I love you. So I think that's another reassurance that we need to give our children. Say, look, go ahead and have some fun, but I know things are happening and you might even mess up. But call me and I'm going to come and get you. You see, give them, don't have them with that feel like, oh, I can't call my mom. Who am I going to call? I can't call my daddy. Oh, they're going to they gonna be mad. Of course we're going to be mad, but let them know, hey, but I'm here for you. I don't want you to be out there scared. Call me. I'll come get you. All right. Okay. God bless you guys. I'm so appreciative that y'all listening to the Boom Factor with Dr. D. Go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube table, um, the YouTube channel, Boom Factor TV, and hit the notification bell. And y'all be blessed. Peace. fiance Brian Laundry. Here's for his Jackie Beckford has the angry words from Gabby's mom. Gabby Petito's mother firing back Nicole Schmidt texting quote his words are garbage to a WFLA reporter in response to the Laundry family attorney calling her daughter's death a tragedy and restating fiance Brian Laundry's status as only a person of interest in the case. That is all we've heard from Petito's family after the Teton County coroner revealed the 22-year-old's cause of death Tuesday. Cause death by strangulation in manner uh, is homicide. Documents from the coroner's office detail manual strangulation, throttling. Dr. Brent Blue says the Blue Point native died three to four weeks before her body was discovered in the Wyoming wilderness on September 19th. Petito was last spotted at a Jackson, Wyoming restaurant on August 27th, two weeks after body camera footage from Moab police show a visibly upset Petito during a domestic violence call. Where did he hit you? 
On September 1st, Laundry returned to his parents' Florida home without her and then vanished himself a short while later. A warrant for bank card fraud issued for his arrest. He is in flight right now. Uh, certainly, uh, evidence of flight is very important evidence. But who killed Gabby? Still not pinned down by police. The coroner says her autopsy was exhaustive. This autopsy uh, included a whole body CAT scan, uh, a, a examination by a forensic uh, pathologist. So uh, it was we pretty much covered all the bases. A law enforcement source tells news. eye on that story you guys how y'all doing good morning I'm, I'm up and at it today yesterday i did some videos um i guess i'm gonna have to practice getting on every other day because i was kind of lengthy so i may go back this weekend and and slice it up uh for the different parts i was talking about but i have to get accustomed to uh, doing that 15-minute, five-minute segment. But it was so much content, you guys. And I don't know. So I put some videos out there yesterday, you guys. Okay. Go check them out. They're on YouTube. I went Facebook Live to see if anybody had any questions or whatever. No, everybody just was watching this stuff. But then afterwards, I'm seeing... People making comments. Uh, I I really don't do that for people just to say, oh, like, like, congratulations. Oh, thank you for the information. You know, I really want it to be a change for people. You know, I, I guess that's why I'm not really too hype on the social media because the social media isn't um, flooded. And I should be saying this on another episode. 